Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weeknight at 8, WEBR brings back one of radio's great comedies. Tonight, William Bendix stars in The Life of Riley. children are 16 and 13, but doting daddy still thinks of them as babies. So whenever Babs or Junior show the slightest indication of growing up, a family crisis invariably results. The scene opens in Riley's California bungalow in the kitchen where a crisis is now cooking. But mother, it's a wonderful job and it's only for the summer and it's not as if I were going away thousands of miles. It's only to San Francisco. Well, that's less than 500 miles from here. Oh, Mom, let her go. Now, you stay out of this, Junior. Anyway, why are you so anxious for your sister to leave home? So I can move into her room. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I guess it's hopeless. Pop will never let her go. Oh, Junior's right, Babs. As far as I'm concerned, you're old enough to take care of yourself, but your father'd never consent to your living away from home. But, Mother... Oh, the facts, Babs. The last time you were out with Simon Vanderhopper and you didn't come home by 10, Pop called up the FBI. <laughs> but I won't be living alone, Mother. There'll be other girls, and we're all going to stay at the YWCA. Well, take my tip, Babs, and don't even ask him, or he'll get sore. Well, I will so ask him, and don't you spoil things. Hey, anybody home? Listen, let's all act real sweet to him and get him feeling good. And then when I well, ask hiya, you, Dufflin, hello, hiya, dear. Hiya, Pop. Oh, Daddy, dear, you look so tired, you poor thing. Here, let me take your lunch, Pop. <laughs> let me hang up your coat, Pop. Uh, here's the evening paper, dear. Shall I get your slippers for you, Daddy? Would you like me to run down to the corner and get you some cigars? Excuse me, I must be in the wrong house. <laughs> I know what you mean, and the answer is no, I'm broke. But, Daddy, I'm not asking you for money. You're not? No, it's about something else. Well, aren't you going to ask me what? I got a feeling this is a trap, and I'm walking right into it. <laughs> Don't be silly, dear. All right, what is it? Well... I'm uh... warning you, Babs, she'll say no. Oh, shut up, Junior. Daddy, may I take a job this summer? A job? Well, certainly, why not? Well, Junior, you expected me to say no, huh? This will teach you that when you try to find out what's in my head, you're up against a stone wall. 
just wait till you find out what the job is, and you'll say no. What do you mean, I'll say no? Hope he's such a wise guy, Junior. I can say yes as well as the next guy. I ain't one of those selfish fathers who stand in their kids' way. My kids want something, I'm always ready to say yes. Oh, then it's okay for me to take this job, even if it's in San Francisco? No. <laughs> but, Jerry... That's out of the question. Young girl like you living in San Francisco all by yourself, it's ridiculous. Now, don't get so excited. After all, she's going there to work for a Veterans Housing Bureau, and I don't be... care if she's going to San Francisco to work for the King of England. <laughs> no daughter of mine is going to live all alone away up in San Francisco. But why, Daddy? What's your reason? They've got boys in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, be sensible, Riley. they got boys here in Los Angeles. Yeah, but here they know me. <laughs> I like to look these boys over. When one comes up to the porch door, I can screen him. <laughs> You're just being unreasonable. I'm unreasonable. What about you, Peg? You think it's right for a 16-year-old girl to leave her folks? Nowadays, a girl is 16 isn't a baby. Besides, I wasn't much more than 16 when you married me. Well, sure, but I wouldn't let you leave your folks. I moved in with them. <laughs> that I'm grown up. I'm over 16. That's right, Riley. And remember, Bad Dad's much Look, older Look, than... I know you're 16. But why are you in such a hurry to grow up? Why can't, why can't you be like I was? I didn't act 16 till I was 25. <laughs> well, don't you want me to be independent and make my own decisions? You can make all the decisions you want as long as you do what I say. <laughs> Young girl to go out of town to work. I never heard of such a thing. Riley, yeah? remember the time right after we were married? Yeah. Remember I couldn't get a job in Brooklyn? Yeah. So I took a job out of town in Hoboken. <laughs> oh, but that was an emergency. You had a husband to support. <laughs> oh, please let me go, Daddy. It's the chance of a lifetime. I don't want to hear any more about it. You ain't going, and that's final. But, Daddy... No, my head is made up. <laughs> You're mean. You never let me do anything I want. You treat me like a child. Bam, dear. Oh, well. How do you like that? Did you hear what she said? She said, we're mean. Now, look, Riley. Maybe you're acting too hasty. After all, you've worked hard all day. You're tired. Think it over and then... The way are... I feel has got nothing to do with it. It's the principle. I forbid it today. I'd have forbode it yesterday, and I'll forbode it tomorrow. <laughs> Morning, Junior. Where's Mom? Hanging out the wash in the back. Sit down, eat your breakfast. Oh, hiya, Bab. Morning, Bab. Good morning, Junior. Well, sit down, Babs. I'll pour you some tomato juice. Junior, would you mind pouring me some tomato juice? Well, sure. Thank you, Junior. Well, don't drink it standing up, honey. Sit down. Where are you going, Bab? I'm going to drink my juice in my room. Unless, of course, some people think I'm too young to do that. Junior, why is Bab sore at you? <laughs> Me? Well, she sore at you on a kind of last night. Oh. oh, women. They're all alike. Just because I won't let her go to... Oh, oh that must be Sam Tuttle honking for me. He's giving me a lift to the plant. Oh, you mean the man who's moved in across the street? Silent, Sam. Junior, I don't want to hear you calling him that. He's my friend and he's entitled to respect. 
Well, all the kids call him Silent Sam. He never talks to anybody. Well, there's a good reason why he don't talk. All day long, he's stuck in the information booth at the Union Station answering questions. So when he's off duty, he gives his tongue a rest. Come in. Well, hello, Sam. I'll be ready in a jiffy. Come in. Oh, hi, Mr. Tuttle. Pull up a chair, Sam. Sit down. Have a cup of coffee while you're waiting? Good. Go on, help yourself. Say, Sam, I, I meant to ask you. Well, what's the matter, Sam? Oh, oh, the coffee's bitter. Well, have a lump of sugar. <laughs> well, you don't have to overdo it, Sam, or they'll start rationing again. <laughs> well, Sam, what's new? Uh, how's the missus? Oh, well, congratulations. I hope it's a boy. Yeah, they're, they're a lot less trouble than girls. Oh, you don't think so? Well, let me give you an example. My daughter wants to take a job out of town this summer, but I won't let her, so now she says that I'm mean and old-fashioned. Now, I want your honest opinion, Sam. Don't be afraid to tell me to my face if I'm wrong. Do you think I was mean and old-fashioned? Now, wait, Sam, let me finish. After all, Babs is only 16, and she's... Yes, yes, I know she's got brains, but still a kid like that all alone in a big city. What do you mean I'm nuts? I'm trying to tell you why I... I... I never saw such a guy. He won't even listen to you. Now, look, Sam, I never thought you were stupid enough... Oh. Oh, so now I insulted you, huh? Well, go. Go on, there's the door. When I want your opinion, I'll ask for it. Next time, keep your big mouth shut. <laughs> Come in. Say, Mr. Stevenson, here's those blueprints you wanted. Oh, thanks, Riley. Uh, say, what's this I hear about your daughter applying for a job in San Francisco, huh? Well, how did you know? My nephew Stanley mentioned it. He's uh, in her class at school. Yeah, can you imagine boss a kid only 16 and she wants to go to San Francisco by herself? Very unusual. That's just what I said when she asked permission. Now listen here, Babs, I said. Naturally, you're letting her go. Oh, naturally. I said, now listen here, Babs. You don't think for one minute that I... I... Naturally? Oh, oh, sure, N naturally. <laughs> Good for you, Riley. Too many fathers try to live their children's lives for them. Well, that's why the younger generation is soft. Let them get out on their own, develop their self-reliance. That's what I always say. I always say it, too. <laughs> yes, sir. You ought to be proud to have a girl with so much initiative. You've done a good job, Riley. It's a great responsibility bringing a child into the world. Well, I, I don't deserve all the credit. My wife helped a little. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I always say a good family man makes the best worker. Oh, you're, you're so right, boy. After all, what is a family man? A leader. And that's the kind of man I always pick for promotion. First thing I look for. Uh, by the way, Riley, how long have you been at that riveting job? Nine years, boss. Nine long years. Well, Riley, you keep at it. <laughs> keep at it, and one of these days you'll be moving up the line. Oh, thanks, boss. Thanks. Uh, by the way, uh... When is Babs leaving? I, I, well, I, I don't know exactly yet, but, but it'll be very soon after I get home.
Babs, what's with you? Oh, what is the matter? Wonderful things happen. But Babs, stop arguing. You, you don't get me. I can't help it. I'm so happy. Well, about what? Now, calm down. I've got a job in the movies. The movies? Isn't it sensational? Well, gee, Babs, hey, what picture are you going to be in? Oh, I'm not going to ask. I'm going to be a messenger girl at MGM. I'll be able to see all the stars, and I get paid, too. Well, that's fine, dear, but what about San Francisco? Oh, that. Well, Daddy's so set against it, I decided to just forget about it. Anyway, this job's much more thrilling. Imagine, I'll actually be working in the same studio with Van Johnson and Clark Gable and Walter Pigeon. Well, this'll certainly make your father happy. I know he'd never let you go to San Francisco. Well, I've got to write the Veterans Bureau there and tell them. Hello, Peg. Hi, hello, Junior. Dear. Hiya, Pop. Oh, aren't you going to say hello to me, Daddy? Ben, you're talking to me? Uh, and here's a great big kiss for you. You, you kissed me? Her grief made her go berserk. <laughs> Listen, Babs, about this job in San Francisco. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. Babs isn't going. Oh, that's where you're wrong. She is going. Well, no, she's not, Pop. Oh, yes, she is. No, I'm not. Please, Babs, stay out of this. This is no concern of yours. Riley. <laughs> You mean you want her to go? Why, certainly. This is the chance of a lifetime. But just yesterday you said she couldn't go. Who, me? You must be dreaming. Chester A. Riley, how can you deliberately... Why, I distinctly heard you say you forbid it. Well, that's right, Pop. You said you forbid it today, you'd have forbid it yesterday, and you'll forboot it tomorrow. <laughs> I said that? Well, that's ridiculous. I may have a few thoughts, but one thing I don't never do is talk ungrammatic. But, Daddy, you said... What's the difference what I said? You know I never mean what I say, and I say go to San Francisco, and I mean it. But, Daddy, I'll be all alone in a strange city. A girl of 16 isn't safe alone. You won't be alone. You'll have boys with you. <laughs> Peg, you've got to stop frightening these kids. Well, of all... Now, look here, Riley. I don't know what kind of a game you're playing, but you're not going to make Babs go to San Francisco if she doesn't want us. I'd never do that, Dumplin'. I'm just asking the girl man to man. Babs, don't pass up this chance. But I got this job right here in Los Angeles in a movie studio. Oh, movie studios. What can you see there? Movie stars. Where do you go to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco and see those big crabs? <laughs> And that's not all. There's Knob Hill and the Golden Gate and the view from the Mark Hopkins Hotel. That's sensational. On a clear day, you can see Los Angeles. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to see Los Angeles? Well, you know, I've always wanted to see San Francisco. But this movie job, maybe I... Oh, but after all, I can always get a job here in town, but it isn't every day a girl gets a chance to go to San Francisco. I'm going. That a girl now. There's a girl with a logical mind, just like her father. But, Sam, you just Please, said... Hey, be fair to the child. Don't try to force her to do what you want while I'm forcing her to do what I want. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Well, if I'm leaving tomorrow, I'd better start tonight. Yeah. Well, Riley... I hope you're satisfied now that you've finally gotten your own way. But all I can say is... Well, Riley, what's the matter? Why is your chin trembling like that? What's wrong now? She's going. 
My little baby is going away and leaving me all alone. Oh, why did she listen to me? says Riley. Peg, is Bad through packing yet? No, dear, not yet. I wish she'd hurry. Peg, you, you've got to have a little talk with her before she goes. Talk? What about? Well, she should be all alone in San Francisco. And, well, you ought to tell her, you know. Now, listen, Riley, I know my daughter. I don't have to tell her anything. She can take care of herself. Yeah, but Peg, we, we can't. Let her go just like that. We... But all right, then you have a talk with her. But it ain't up to me. It's up to you. Then why me? Well, well, well that's nature. <laughs> when the little chick leaves the barnyard, who goes clucking after her? <laughs> Not the roosters. <laughs> the old hen. <laughs> so go ahead and cluck. I, I, I mean, talk to her. Oh, right. Don't be silly. Well, okay, then if you won't give her a little maternal advice, I will. Bed. Oh, Bed. I'm in here, Daddy. Oh. Are you finished packing, honey? Yes, I'm all through. Good. I uh, wanted to have a nice, long talk with you. What about? Well, <laughs> let me put it another way. <laughs> you see, uh, now, now take... Oh, what about them? Well, what I mean is that, that you, you, you see, honey, you... <laughs> Look, Daddy, if you're trying to tell me to be careful who I go out with and not to smoke and not to go to dance halls and not to stay up late, please stop worrying because I won't. Well, I guess I covered everything. <laughs> I'll go see if your mother's ready. Well, all through with your little talk. Didn't take you very long. I believe in coming right to the point. <laughs> hey, the taxi's here, Bad. Bad, taxi's here. Hurry up. In a uh, now, listen, Peg. We, we mustn't let on to Bad how bad we feel about her going. No scenes, no balling. Don't worry. Yeah, you too, Junior. You gotta say goodbye with a smile. Be a brave little man. No crying. I won't, Pop. We gotta keep smiling, remember. Well, I'm ready to go. Oh, my little baby. <laughs> Get upset. Oh, for heaven's sake, Riley, pull yourself together. Well, you better hurry, Babs. You'll miss the train. Yes, dear. Come on, let's go. Riley, aren't you coming? No, you go without me. I'll, I'll stay home with Junior. But don't you want to see me off? I couldn't stand it. I'm afraid if I go to the station, I won't let you get on the train. I'll say goodbye now. Goodbye, Babs. Goodbye, Daddy, and don't cry. I'll only be gone two months. Well, who's crying? Look. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, why did I let her go? The house won't be the same without her. She's only been gone ten minutes and already the place is like a morgue. 
May I come in? Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Oh, I didn't hear you ring, Digger. The door was open. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Well, I feel terrible, Digger. It's my girl, bad. Ah, yes. Girls can be a problem. Take my youngest daughter, Lily Bird. For a laugh, she told her schoolmates that I'm a certified public accountant. And yesterday, the father of one of her classmates phoned up and said, Odell, I've got a few figures I'd like you to straighten out. You mean you thought it was... Exactly. So I said, very well, I'll send my vehicle over. Imagine my chagrin when he replied, don't bother, I'll mail them to you. Well, my trouble with Babs is different. She's got a job out of town for the summer. Oh, splendid. It's a fine thing for a girl to be independent. Most of the people I meet won't stand on their own two feet. <laughs> they depend on other people to carry them. But Babs is going all the way to San Francisco. Ah, San Francisco. An enchanting city. I knew its history well. The Great Fire in 1851. The earthquake in 1906. The explosion in 1916. I adore San Francisco. It's okay. But I'm worried about her. A young girl coming to a big city all alone? Riley, I have an idea. Has your daughter left yet? Well, no, I guess she's still at the station. Then take my advice. Go to the station. Go with her to San Francisco. Once you get her settled, your mind will rest in peace. Digger, that's a wonderful idea. I'll do it. But can I make it? The train leaves in 15 minutes. Come. My business vehicle is parked across the street. I'll drive you there. Oh, thanks, Digger. You, you sure you won't mind driving back alone? I'm used to it. Believe me. Well, okay, let's go, Digger. You know, I always did want to see San Francisco. It's well worth seeing. Alcatraz, the cable cars, the Presidio. Uh, don't forget the Golden Gate. Let's not talk shop. <laughs> Welcome. We'd better be shoveling off. Now take care of yourself, Babsy, dear. Promise. I will, Babs. Mother. Hey, Babs, wait. Hey, wait, Babs. Oh, Junior, I wonder... Oh, my heavens, something's happened. What is it, Junior? A telegram for Babs. I was just leaving for school when it came. A telegram for me? Yeah, here. It's from the Veterans Housing. They don't want you to go to San Francisco. Well, why not? Opening new regional office in Los Angeles and will require your services there. We'll wire you further instructions tomorrow. Oh, isn't that wonderful, Babs? Now you won't have to go away. It's a lucky thing Junior got to before he got on the train. Oh, I, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Oh. Well, let's go home. Oh, won't Daddy be surprised when he sees me back home? I can hardly wait to see the expression on his face. There's, there's the train, Tigger. We made it. Oh. Just in time. Yeah. Quick, get aboard. Climb up the rear platform. Yeah. I made it. I made it. 
Come on, Jigger. Pleasant journey. I'm sorry we can't make the trip together. Don't worry. Someday we will. <laughs> so long, Jigger. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jigger. Farewell, Riley. Goodbye, Dumplin. I'll miss you. Ah! Goodbye, Junior. Daddy! Goodbye, Bad. Goodbye, honey. I'll miss you, Bad. Bad, Bad. Daddy, I'm not going to San Francisco. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> about your father. Why hasn't he called? Well, I told you, Mother, that train must have been an express and he couldn't get off till he got to San Francisco. Even so, he must have arrived in San Francisco by now. The train left 12 hours ago. <gasps> Thank heaven that must be him. Hello? Hello, Dumplin. Oh, Riley, are you all right? I'm okay. Just come and get me. Get you? But I can't go to San Francisco. I'm not in San Francisco. I'm in Glendale. Glendale? Yeah. I didn't have a ticket, and the conductor got very fresh. So to put him in his place, I let him throw me off in Glendale. Oh. Well, why didn't you phone? I didn't have a dime for the pay phone. And the people I'm staying with in Glendale wouldn't let me use their phone until now. They wouldn't? Oh. Well, who are you staying with in Glendale? The Glendale police. <laughs> Come and get me, Pat. <laughs> to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Bracken. Out there, cloudy, cold tonight with westerly winds gusting up to uh, 60 kilometers an hour. So that's about 35 miles an hour. We'll have a low overnight near 5 for tomorrow. I mean, the cloudy, windy, once again, very cool chance of a shower. High near 9 for tomorrow. Now, the probability of precipitation is about 20% tonight. That will double to 40% for tomorrow. And the outlook for Friday, sunny with cloudy periods, but it will continue cool. Right now, we're at 8 Celsius, 46 Fahrenheit. Just a reminder, when you need a taxi, here's a number to call. 775-7454. TNB Taxi in Bradford, 775-7454. Leave all the driving to TNB Taxi. Well, this song was a favorite of mine when it was uh, written and recorded by Ian Thomas, and it is still a current favorite of mine, only this time done by America. Here's right before your eyes. <laughs>
certainly have done justice to Ian Thomas on that version from America and right before your eyes at 26 minutes after 9. Well, it must be quite a game down in St. Louis tonight. Of course, it is the final game. The series tied up uh, three games apiece, and they're now top of the fourth inning. No score yet. So uh, quite a game shaping up down there. We'll keep you updated on that uh, game throughout the evening. Also, a reminder that the First Baptist Church of Aurora will be celebrating their 100th anniversary from October of 1982 right through until October 1983. Now, coming up shortly, this Sunday, October 24th at 11 a.m., and then again on Sunday, October 31st, they'll celebrate their 99th anniversary. That gets underway 
at 11 a.m. Right now from Bertie Higgins, just another day in paradise. The big cold city was such a lonely place to be. Another day in paradise, 9.30 CKN with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Got out of town on a boat going to Southern Islands. Sailing the reach before the following sea. She was making for the trades on the outside 
And the downhill run to Papa Edig Off the wind on this heading lies the Marquesas You got 80 feet of a waterline Nicely making way In a noisy bar in Avalon Trying to call you But on a midnight watch I realized Right twice you ran away Think about, think about how many times I've had fallen. Spirits are using me, but your voice is calling. What heaven brought you and me cannot be forgotten. I have been around the world Southern Cross for the first time You understand now why you came this way Cause the truth you might be running from is so small But it's as big as the promise The promise of a coming day So I'm sailing for tomorrow My dreams of a dying And my love is an anchor tied to you Tied with a silver chain I have my ship And all her planks are a-flying She is all that I have left And music is her name Think about Think about how many times I have fallen Spirits are using me But your voice is gone Oh